At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning it, Burris, Intercepted, Arrington. this is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. F Tom Brady. You know what? I take it back. TJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round? Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Are you trying to go hunt now? This morning, Kentucky Derby favorite Forte was scratched from the race. He was set to go off at 3-1 to one odds. Forte's owner, Mike Rapoli, said that a Kentucky State Horse Racing Commission veterinarian scratched Forte after a workout this morning due to a bruised right front foot that the horse sustained earlier this week. He gallops great. That's, you guys watched him gallop. He gallops great. Um, he came off. They said he was off a tick. It's subjective, man. It was not... It was not like an obvious, you know, seemed fine to me. I look a lot worse than him. I think they were overly cautious, but I have to understand and respect the fact that they're overly cautious. That audio courtesy of WDRB Television. Today's NBA playoff action tips off at 3.30 Eastern as the Miami Heat host the New York Knicks in Game 3 of the East Semis with the series tied at 1. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. All right, legendary moment this week. I caught up with my man, one of the dopest comic impressionists, Frank Caliendo. We'll hear, hear from him. Robert Sala. Hmm. Notions of Rogers. Wishless. Silly. We'll talk about that. Former Titans O lineman Taylor Lewan sues Dr. James Andrews. We know Dr. James Andrews for malpractice after ACL surgery interesting conversation uh commanders support dc in efforts to gain control of rfk stadium site we'll talk football this hour it's time it's up on game right now fox sports 
Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. This is the show for you. Lobs it. Boris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. With LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. TJ, I love the way you break the game down. L.A., man, you were drafted by my squad, number two overall, 99. And Plax, man, you were a 757 product. And everybody knew who Plax was growing up around here, man. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in. Hour two, we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tires should, tire buying should be. All right. Uh, happy Saturday to everybody. If you want to tweet us, you can go on to the Twitter and hit up at LeVar Arrington, at Hoosh84, at Plexico Burris, and at Fox Sports Radio. You can also listen live in the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR or Fox Sports Radio. You can also search Up On Game. And Up On Game presents wherever it is that you get your podcast from. We appreciate that. As I mentioned, if you missed anything, just make sure you go to the podcast because our one was pretty good. We talked all basketball. Uh, we'll also have Rhett Butler coming on. As In fact, I did not mention that, but we will have Rhett coming on to talk uh, Canelo Alvarez fighting uh, tonight. That's going to be a big uh, pay-per-view. Event. And there's a UFC, a major UFC event as well. So we'll talk about that. I failed to mention that in the, in the uh, headlines. So my apologies there. But let's start with Frank Caliendo right now, guys. This is a pretty interesting uh, conversation that I had with this legendary uh, comedian because it, it was it was very uh, – it, it, it made me aware. It, it made me do a little bit of introspection, a little bit of uh, digging deep, and, and you start to think about things. He gave a little bit of perspective, and I thought it was interesting on, on some of the aspects of his career and maybe why he does and doesn't do some of the things a little bit more than what maybe people have anticipated. Check out this week's legendary moment. Uh, this is an excerpt, uh, Conversations with a Legend. Up on Game presents... Conversations with a legend. And now, this is your legendary moment. It just takes a certain mentality to be able to know that you belong. I know C.T. Fletcher said, well, somebody got to be the baddest. And there might be one out there that's the baddest. But I tell you what, there's still one out there that's going to knock the hell out of that the baddest one as well. So you have competition. You have competitors. And if you weren't good at what you're doing, you would not have had the longevity that you've been able to have. Well, I found a niche. All right. So my niche was the sports thing, which is what which is what I knew, right? And I, I did it because I like I like sports overall. Uh, I knew more about history and sports. So I would go, that's the route I really took. Um, I'm trying to say this the right way. I, I worked hard in certain things, but I could have worked in other areas and done a lot more. I, I could do impressions all day long. I can do that type of stuff. And I even stopped doing it for a while um, to try and do some other stuff, but realized, well, that's really what people want from me. Um, 
you get tired of being the thought of one thing, what you were in your first, the first life that builds you. And then there's the second life that turns you into this thing you really want to be. And whether you get there or not, you it's never know. Give it a hell of a but, go. But get, yeah, just make the effort, right? Yeah, it's that, it's yeah. that. So I'm in that, I'm kind of in that okay. right now where I'm trying okay. to do something different. I'm proud of the stuff I did, um, but I, you know, I would turn down shows. They like, okay, we want you to come on, and now you're gonna do this character that's gonna, um, you're gonna start doing a Morgan Freeman voice, then you're gonna do a Robert Downey Jr. voice, and then you're gonna go back to Morgan Freeman. Like I can do, I know I could do that. It's not doing anything for me. How about I play a character? Oh, we want somebody else for that. I'm like, okay, then just, you know, people <laughs> always ask me why are you not doing as much TV, and I'm like, well, because I don't want to keep doing the same thing. I've done that, and now it's time for younger, new people to come in. I think I still have some of that sports mentality. Okay, where I watch some of these new new people coming up i go well oh, they're really good i've done this it's almost embarrassing i, I feel like you going and playing in legends uh you know like, college like, legends football games yeah flag games all the time <laughs> guys have you have you ever found yourself feeling like you're just over it like i just don't want to do it anymore like did you get that did you ever have that moment maybe possibly during your your pro football career or anything else that you may have been doing at some point in time where it was like it was just it just felt like it was just time to do something new i mean when when, when you're talking for me i, I never had that with football it, it was just always fun for me to be able to play a kids game for a king's ransom so to speak I've, I've always enjoyed it. I, I never, we all get tired of at times the monotony of practice and, and doing those things, but the locker room and the games and the preparation, I never, I never got tired of it. And it could be because growing up, I didn't play a ton of football. And, and so when I started playing it, I wasn't worn out physically or mentally. And, and so for me that, that never has happened, but when you think Craig Caliendo, I mean, we all think of the impressions and, and things of that nature. So it's going to be really hard for him because when you hear that name, to me, mm-hmm. that's the first thing that pops up in my mind is him doing those mm-hmm. type of impressions. And so we must see him do other things <laughs> before we hear that name and think of something else. But at least for me, no, I, I never really got tired or fed up with football. You get tired at times of practice, but man, it, it was just too fun for me. Mm. Man, we was fortunate enough to have Craig up, up at, uh, I believe it was two two training camps in a row when I was with the Giants. He came in and, you know, gave him some gave us some laughs when we was having like the real tour days, which these young kids don't know nothing about. He would, you know, come in and make some jokes. And he was just – when you saw him, it was just all about impressions. He, I think the NFL had him on years ago uh, coming on NFL Sunday. And he was just, you know, doing impressions of coaches and players. And, you know, he, he could just do it all. And I understand it. But for TJ, uh, I I had that feeling. Um, my my 12th year going in my, going into my last year my deal when I was in Pittsburgh I knew the the day training camp started I was like you know what <laughs> this is going to be my last year I don't want to do this no not. more and go, I think going in with that mindset it, it, it's almost as if 
I was saying, I said, you know what, man, I just want to enjoy it, not get hurt, and be able to walk off into the sunset and just, you know, have a great career. And it didn't end up that way. And I, I, I still think to this day that, that that mindset of me, you know, approaching the season that way of, you know, I just want to enjoy it. I'm a player and not get hurt. And I ended up tearing my rotator cuff and my labrum. And it was a career in the injury for me. And when that happened, it was like, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. And that was my mindset going in. But after I got hurt, it was definitely – the mindset had completely just shut off. I said, you know what? I've done everything basically in this game that I've set in to do. And it hurts. And it's time to turn the page and walk away and and and, and be proud about it. Because you know what? I don't want to do this no more. And it's perfectly fine. Hmm. I felt like Washington, my experience in Washington, forced me to – kind of feel like there's something else on the other side of this and it forced me to think that much earlier than what I wanted to and and so when when everything kind of went the way that it went in Washington I actually felt guilty when I left and was in New York like I'm sitting here looking around I'm happy as hell that I'm with my friends. I was familiar with, obviously, with Plex, familiar with AP, got really close with, with OC, um, you know, just got really close with, with a few guys and really, really enjoyed the, the camaraderie and the atmosphere that existed in New York. But I felt like a traitor. Like, I felt like a straight up, like, you are, you are just, this ain't okay. Why, why would you feel like a trader? You know, because I went to the East. I went to the NFC East. And and while I had, I made the decision, it was the best decision for what I was trying to do, um, which was I wanted to, to stay in a, a, a major market. You know, my other opportunity was Green Bay. So it was between Green Bay and New York. And I knew more of y'all. I, I was comfortable with y'all, and it was it, it's a great city, and it's close to, to D.C., where my parents are. So I chose New York, but I just felt like a trader. You know, the first time I didn't feel like a trader, Plex, if you go back and you look at that season that we had together, my first games, I looked like, look like a shell of myself. I looked like some trash. I'll be the first one to tell anybody, like, I did not have a good first few games. You know what game I came out and played? Dallas. Yep. I come out in the Dallas game and it was me. Like that was me. It was the first it was like Dallas over overruled being a trader. It's like I didn't feel bad making a play. <laughs> like yeah, I'm going out here, bad, I'm gonna womp these boys' asses and we're gonna get it in. And that's exactly what I did, and that was my last game <sighs> of my career. But I, it, I but blew my ass it, out. It's, it's, it's not you didn't have that feeling uh initially. The business made you have that feeling. The business made me feel. But you know what? In life, you never know what's going to make you feel like I need to move on. You just never know. It it could be tragedy. It could be it could be success. It could be longevity. Like it just you just oh whatever it may be. For me, it was it was the business aspect stole the love of the game. It wasn't just. It wasn't like working out and and sacrificing all the things that we do. 
to be able to do the things that we're able to do, you want to love the game. I need to love this game. I can't be doing all that stuff that's, that's, that's physically grinding on you like that, and I don't have the love anymore. Like, I, I didn't have that true love of the game. It turned into a business. And it was like for a little bit, I was able to go in and work out and be there because it was just business. But once I realized that just business was not enough, I needed the love and and I needed that energy to go with it. It was like it was kind of I was on the clock. You know, I was on the clock. And, and so, so crazy enough, coincidentally, I blow my Achilles tendon. And it was like, you know, the, <laughs> I told Coughlin, like, look, I will honor my contract, but I'm in pain. Like, I was kind of, in my mind, I was done. And and they, they allowed me to walk away. But, man, it was, you know, it just, business changed it for me. But, anyways, shots out to Frank Caliendo, man. I appreciate y'all's stories as well in terms of, you know, how, how that approach of, you know, maybe sometimes there is things that make you feel like there's more out there and you want to do it. I mean, Clearly, we're all doing media right now. and We're on the radio, so we have chosen um, different career paths that that we have taken, um, taken up. So, and and not doing too bad. And you know what? In fact, this is up on game, our show that we do. And and make sure you keep tuned in and stay locked in because we're going to talk about. We uh, got people outside on the street calling my man Pantene Man. Yeah, well, yeah, that is very true. <laughs> well, I mean, he does have a hell of a head of hair. I mean. And it looks like you Pantene, know, where you at, baby? Where you at? Come on, where you at, Pantene, with the oil? Uh, send us some, uh, some of that good shampoos and shampoo. Yeah, shots out to, to Pantene and to Pantene <laughs> and himself, TJ Hutchmanzada, Plexico Burrs. We're going to take a quick break. This is Up On Game, Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Bali Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo! Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all the sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. If you're hearing this promo right now, it means you're listening to some other show. Uh, well, why the hell are you doing that? Yeah, get your priorities straight. Well, maybe, Tony, they listened to this week's episode already. I don't care. Listen to it again. Yeah, great point there, Tony. Anyway, you. so you listening out there, make sure and go do that and uh, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back in. What's up on game? We're live from the Tyrac.com studio. Fellas, Robert Sala. And we'll we'll get to Rhett, Rhett Butler from Pretty Left Hook Podcast off of Up On Game Presents after our update uh, to talk about some boxing and some, some UFC. But Robert Salah had notions of Aaron Rodgers' wish, wish list, um, said it was silly um, that, that that was even discussed. I don't think it's silly at all when, when a player of that caliber has a wish list and they're of that age. You you probably want to bring in guys who know your offensive style, your your offensive schemes. You probably want to bring in maybe even a lineman or, you know, you may want to bring in a running back, whatever it may be. But is it is it is it silly to think that Aaron Rodgers came in having a wish list for the New York Jets to to want to come there. If that wish list is of players that are worthy, then uh, it's perfectly fine. I have no problem with it. But when you just bring it in players to bring them in because they're your homies, they're your partners, then I gotta have a problem with it. And <laughs> so I'm gonna have a problem with. Uh, Randall, Randall Cobb. Cobb being signed because why, as of today, this is wide receiver is in a position of need for the Jets. You, you have Garrett Wilson. You have um, Alan Lazard. You have Corey Davis. As of now, you don't need receivers. Now, Aaron Rodgers may want Randall Cobb, but you don't need him. They bring in a Mercedes Lewis. Is that uh, that to me would be a player? He's basically an extra lineman, and so I would I would look at that differently than I would look at them signing Randall Cobb. But yes, Aaron Rodgers has a wish list. You want to appease him. You you want to make him feel like he has some say. So and, and I and I get it. But at the end of the day, Robert Salah can say whatever. Oh, there's no wish list. Yes, uh, there is. <laughs> yeah. And you Man, guys are going to bow down can. to it. And I get it. I get it. You you know, he's a quarterback and you don't want to piss him off. But I'm not signing Randall Cobb because it's not a position that I need. Man, it's slapping everybody right in the face. 
I mean, how can it not be a wish list? You got on the phone with the man. He told you what you wanted, and you gave it to him. There's no way that Alan Lazard, Mercedes Lewis, and Randall Cobb, who he was all teammates with, on the same offense in Green Bay, end up in New Jersey playing for the Jets. I mean, come on, Solar, man. What do you think we are here? Listen, I know you was at Michigan State. You my guy. I just saw you in the game a couple of weeks ago. But come on, man. Don't, don't, don't. You know what he call it? A bunch of baloney. A baloney. That's exactly what it is. The man got what he wanted. He wanted to get OBJ, but the the Baltimore Ravens gave OBJ an offer he couldn't uh, turn down in a one year, fifteen million dollar deal. May may escalate to eighteen million. He went and chased the cheese. But as far as Aaron Rodgers is concerned, he basically got the players from his former team, the Green Bay Packers, here in New York playing for the Jets. So he can say whatever he wants to say. But that man has some kind of pull when you can tell the GM and the owner and the head coach, these are the guys that I want, and you go out there and get them. I personally don't have a problem with it. Like I don't and, have a problem with it either. And that's why my whole thing is, is why are we even making, like, why is there even a big to-do being made about it? Like, why why is it, like, oh, it's silly. It's silly to have a wish list. Like, why is it silly? The man is older. If if you had a quarterback that had T.J. Hushmanzada and Chad Ochocinco on the same receiving core and – you had an opportunity to get one or both of them on the new team with you. Y'all not trying to make that happen? Hell yeah, y'all trying to make Absolutely. that happen. Especially, but, especially but don't, if don't, scenario don't was. Don't try to publicly say, oh, we're not doing this to a piece. Just be upfront and honest about yeah, it. That's but, why. But, right. but what does it matter? So what? You're trying to appease him. He's yeah, he's a two-time. I mean, he, won the, he, won, he just won the MVP back-to-back years. You know, I mean, he's he's motivated. He's highly motivated, clearly, to have a good season to <laughs> prove that he's he's more than what maybe they made him out to be in, in Green Bay. Why right. not appease him? Why, hey. why not even come out and say, you know what? Hell, yes, we're giving Aaron Rodgers what the hell he wants. Wish and, list, and, and, cooking and list, is. I don't care. Homeless, whatever list there is. We're going to make sure that Aaron Rodgers has that and is happy coming to New York to play for the New York Jets. What, what, what's the problem with that? What Robert Salad needs to be worried about is win football games. Period. Because if he does not win football games with After Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, he gone. Yeah, he and bring, you here. bringing all these players in. Let me tell you this. He has to make the playoffs. You just made the list. <laughs> he has to make the playoffs. If he does not win with this group of guys that he has, he ain't got to worry about being the head coach of the, uh, the, of the New York Jets in 2020, 2024 because he won't be there. So all the pressure's on him. There's no pressure on Aaron Rodgers. He's going to go out and play and, and, and play well. We, we suspect that he will with the guys that he has and his offense and that defense that they have. They're already picking the, the Jets to win the AFC East and go to the Super Bowl. What he needs to worry about is winning football games. Hmm. All right. Well, we're going to bring on Rhett Butler, a pretty left hook uh, podcast on Up On Game Presents just after 
Um, we talked to Isaac Lohenkron. Let's get our update, and then we'll talk some boxing and some UFC. Ilo, what you got? Fellas, this morning, Kentucky Derby favorite Forte was scratched from the race. He was set to go off at 3-1 to one odds. Forte's owner, Mike Rapoli, saying that a Kentucky State Horse Racing Commission veterinarian scratched Forte after a workout this morning because of a bruised right front foot that the horse sustained earlier this week. He gallops great. You guys watched him gallop. He gallops great. Um, he came off. They said he was off a tick. It's subjective, man. It was not. It was not like an obvious. You know, seemed fine to me. I look a lot worse than him. I think they were overly cautious. But I have to understand and respect the fact that they're overly cautious. That audio courtesy of WDRB Television, Rapoli went on to express frustration about the consistency of scratching decisions from state to state. Today's NBA playoff action tips off... from state to state. State to state, apparently. Today's NBA playoff action tipping off at 3.30 Eastern from the state of Florida. The Miami Heat hosting the New York Knicks Game 3 of the East Semis with the series tied at 1. Then tonight at 8.30, Game 3 of the West Semis as the Los Angeles Lakers host the Golden State Warriors with the series tied at 1. Finally, fellas, yesterday during warm-ups of a professional rugby match in France, a bull got loose on the field of the stadium, sending macho rugby players from both teams sprinting away and jumping into the safety of the stands. The bull, along with Perfect. four of its friends, was supposed to be part of a pregame ceremony, quote, to honor local livestock, unquote, ironically sponsored by a nearby meat processing plant that was run by the owner of the home team. The bull eventually slowed down and was brought back under control by its handlers. Now, I know that if a bull, a rogue bull, began running amok on an American football field before one of your games, you guys would not flinch. Back to you. Yeah, we gotta go ahead and take him on down. We gone. Yeah, nah, I'm going to get out of the way. We are out of there. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to uh, jump into that one. I, don't, I, just, I think I think better of that one. Uh, but what I won't think better of is bringing on this next guest. Let's do it. Knowledge is about to be dropped on your head. Hey, yo. Bright lights. I'm ready for the big stage. Like an uppercut to the chin. Here's Rhett Butler from Pretty Left Hook. My man, 50 grand. What up, though? We got my man, Rep Butler, on a pretty left hook. How you feeling, my guy? What's going down, man? We rolling solo from state to state. I heard that. Uh, You heard it. You heard heard it with the belly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so look, we got Canelo versus Ryder tonight. We got UFC, um, what, what, what number is it, 228 or 288, I believe? One of them, well, Jones, man. I, I believe it's 288 that that's that's popping off tonight. Um, talk to me. Let's start with Canelo and and obviously his fight, uh, fighting Ryder. Uh, this is an intriguing matchup. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that it should be too much of a, a problem for that's Canelo. A what what is this? I guess <laughs> question is what is the fight for? Why why is Canelo doing this fight? I mean, honestly, what it's for is it's a homecoming fight for Canelo. It's his first time fighting back in his home state of, or I say, country of Mexico, but his home state of Guadalajara. Um, he has never fought there since he was an amateur, really. And last time he fought in Mexico was 2011. So the king is back. You know what I'm saying? He's been showing America love for mad long. Now he's back home. 
And that's what it's about. He's selling out 50,000 or TJ Flex. This is real big business, man. Yeah, so he so he's back home fighting in the same country where he, he was eating bad meat. <laughs> <laughs> Putting that bad meat in his mouth. Tainted meat. Tainted I mean, coming come up on. dirty. Hey, listen, I, I, I don't even know the guy that he's fighting. I, I, I like Canelo. I, mean, I have a lot of respect for him in the boxing world. But moving forward, like what is next for Canelo? Is he going to fight? Uh, Shaquille Stevenson or, or Tank or anybody, Chavez Jr., who is he going to fight that we know who the hell the other uh, uh, opponent is? Man, we first of all, we love Shakur, so we don't want him to get murdered. This man is way bigger than him. But no, I don't point, think so. I don't think so, Rhett. <laughs> but to your point, um, Canelo right now, honestly, the biggest battle – in terms of the public opinion, is against Javante Tank Davis. Ooh, and that's for the it. face of boxing. I would love Javante, to see it. Who was interviewed by mm. Jim Gray said, Man, they would never fight. I'm the face. I and would that is love a to see it. In the he face did say of it. Canelo Alvarez. Ooh, he did say it. I would love he to see it. That so right Canelo there. had something to say about this. And he said, Look, buddy, I'm not retired yet. Relax. And at the yeah, end of the day, you, you, we know Canelo. But you fighting uh, Ryder. Canelo is a hell of a fighter. He's a hell of a hell fighter. That's right. But he's coming off of a loss to Bivol. Now he this this here everybody will say is an easy fight for Canelo. Easy fight should end within seven or eight rounds. They want to see him fight Benavidez, uh, Morel, David Morel, Charlo. He wants to fight Bivol again. Canelo hasn't been fighting the type of fights. Even when he fought Bevel the first time, nobody wanted him to take that fight. He took right. that fight and lost, and then it was like, oh, wow. But everybody was saying at that point in time, he was kind of still cherry-picking. And, and, and so Canelo is going to have to start fighting fights that are more 50-50. I, I can't recall the last fight that Canelo had that was a 50-50 fight. Even even when he fought Triple G, I'm sorry, he's not coming off a loss. He fought Triple G. Even yeah, when he right. fought Triple G the last time, that wasn't a 50-50 fight. I mean, so many guys had avoided Triple G for years and years and years, in my opinion, Canelo included, and then got him at the right time. And, and so when will we see him in a 50-50 fight? So I'm gonna push back on that because I think Triple G wasn't was a fifty fifty fight. It's just the last one. He was a little aged, but I think you you, Triple G you really don't think Canelo and them uh, waited Triple G out. I mean, the first time, yeah, it might have been. 50, I mean, I picked Triple G to win the fight. Out. TJ, said I, mean, I, I picked Triple G to win the fight. Greatness. He wanted to be a multi weight class world champ. I mean, he went after Sergey Kovalev. He did. He went and became light heavyweight champ. I mean, we can't blame a man for chasing greatness. We can't. Kovalev? You know what I'm saying? Kovalev will admit he took that fight strictly for the money. He will admit he wasn't ready to fight. Everybody knows that. I mean, the people wanted to see Triple G three, and at the end of the day, boxing is still a wild west, and it's ruled by the people's whims. I mean, it's not like a super, it's not a league or a tournament system. So we know the public still dictates what people want. And yes, to your point, no, Canelo wasn't ready to fight David Benavidez, but I think that's also because Benavidez hadn't fought anybody he respected. Now I think he definitely looks crazy if he doesn't fight Benavidez. Who is Ryder fault? After John Ryder. Who is Ryder fault? Well, we're not going to really know Ryder like that because he fought mainly in Europe, but he did fight Danny Jacobs in one. So but that, that's all I'm saying. And, and 
again, I'm not a Canelo basher. I love boxing. I think Canelo is number one pound for pound boxer in the world right now. But huh? you can't say you can't say, oh, Benavidez isn't fought anybody, but you fight other people that haven't fought anyone either. That that that's the you. thing. But, you know, that's champion privilege. I mean, it's unfortunate the boxing game needs a tournament system to get through all of these politics. But when you're the champ, you're going to pick and choose how you feel unless you feel like somebody's going to meet that money mark, which is what's taking so long for Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence. It's always the bread. It's always the bread. Man. And you honest, touch I don't think David Benavidez was known outside of boxing purists. Do you do you want to touch on this UFC at 288 with with Sterling and and Kajudo, or do you want to stay? Do y'all want to stay with with boxing? Because I, I honestly want to go into UFC, but I mean the conversation here to me that kind of I, I feel compelled to to throw out there is is to double down on the fact that they did ain't ass tank. Jim Gray did ass tank. Is he the face of boxing now? That to me, that that victory by Tank was the fight that he needed to take if he was going to claim superiority in his weight class and and for what it's worth, maybe even in boxing outside of where Tyson Fury sits in the heavyweight division. Hey, Lavar, Red, talk to you, me. Has Tank been in a fifty-fifty fight yet? I mean, what uh, did he call his last fight? He was uh, just saying. Th- no, that's not Garcia. a no. Good thing, Garcia. No. no, he hasn't. No. Tank 50-50 fight is going to be Devin Haney or the winner of Devin Haney-Lawrence. A Devin Haney fight. That's the that's a 50-50 fight. Tough on you. You even got to start man. saying Shakur. Are we saying 50-50 as in the bag takeaway? No, no, no. This is, this is my saying. This is, this is, like, this is a chance to win the fight be, or the money. To be the number one pound-for-pound pound boxer in the world, you got to be in a fight where you don't know who's going to win. You didn't know who was – so everybody knew Tank was going to win this last fight? Uh, no. 75% of people were choosing Tank. 75% yeah, had Tank winning. Well, who, who, yeah. well, who in his weight class is is going to give him a 50 Shakur fight? and Devin Haney. Them are the only two. I think the yeah. Garcia fight was a big fight. That was a significant fight, oh, a significant oh, move. In fact, right now, today, that is the fight of the year. Today, that's no, the fight of the that's year. That's the fight of the year, hey. and it sold out. And he, they sold 1.2 million pay per views, which is a gold um, standard in fighting, and also the first time uh, Tank has sold um, over a million right. pay per views by himself. But Canelo's done that seven times in that same building. So he's but not he, the he, he also yeah, he lost with, uh, one. Dazzin or whatever. Those Didn't he lose one? Like convincingly lost the first one. Who? Oh, you talking about against Triple G? No, didn't he do that against Mayweather? Well, he lost wasn't the that? first one, but it was a uh, it wasn't a loss. It, they caught well the the triple G fights, yes. But what about the the, the wasn't the Floyd Mayweather the first big fight that 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 would we would say was a fifty fifty fight? That, 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 that wasn't a fight. <laughs> that wasn't a fifty fifty fight to me though. That, 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 that was, was a mopping. That Floyd was over the hill, and he showed him that he was not. It wasn't a fifty fifty yeah. fight to me. Hey, the fight of the year are between these three. Canelo, Tank Davis, and Shakur Stevens. Whatever fight we can get out of those three, that is going to be the fight of the year. Which one is more likely to happen? Are we more likely to see Saul take a big fight against one of these guys or see the Terrence Crawford and the Errol Spence fight? Which one is more likely to happen? I went to the Tank fight against Ryan, and my sources told me that Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence is going to happen and will be announced in the not-too-distant near future. It was all about the money. 
And Terrence Crawford felt like he was getting disrespected because he has never really been a box office star. And Earl Spence has done big numbers in Cowboy Stadium. So it's just the economies of scale was messing up the bag. But I think they're figuring it out now. Man, that's my man. That's that's a hot take right there. Make sure we clip that one, shoot that one out. Uh, our man, Rhett Butler, a Pretty Left Hook podcast on Up On Game Presents. Make sure you check them out. Make sure you subscribe as well. Man, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, yeah, make sure you check out his material, man. Is a, is a writer for Shadow League, does some amazing stuff. Uh, so make sure you check out our man, Rhett Butler. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to wrap the show up on the other side of this. Uh, we'll take our choice. Is it going to be Titans, Taylor Lewan suing for malpractice, or are we going to talk D.C., RFK Stadium site efforts for that. They both sound kind of corny, but uh, Taylor Lewan actually sounds a little more interesting. So we're going to talk about that during the break, and we'll come back, and you'll see what we give you when we're on the other side of the break. This is Up On Game, Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. All right. All right. Welcome back into Up On Game. Live from the TireRack.com studios, Slavar Arrington, alongside my guys, TJ Hushmanzada, Plexico Burris. It's time for the Progressive Play of the Day, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 
Jokic back to Murray. Murray on the drive. Knocked down from the side by DeAndre Ayton, and the Suns have the ball. Get it over to Booker. Three-pointer. All right, and that was clearly, uh, yeah, a basketball play of the day. I didn't get the credit, so I didn't know what to say. It was probably in my in my notes. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. K T A R Suns Radio Network. There we go. Uh, so I take that back. I walked that back. I threw somebody under the bus, and I shouldn't have. My bad, Bo. <laughs> Got it, though. We a team. We going to figure it out. Hey, we got it. We got it. If you missed anything, make sure you check out the podcast, Up On Game. You can also check out Up On Game Presents as well. All right, we got two interesting stories here. Commanders support D.C. in in efforts to gain control of RFK Stadium site. That's interesting. They want to put – they've been trying to put a stadium in D.C. so the Washington, uh, D.C. football team, the commanders, can play, you know what, in D.C. So that's been an interesting deal. Uh, And then the second is – Taylor Lewan sues Dr. Andrews, who is a critically acclaimed, famed um, surgeon, knee surgeon specialist, and they're saying he malpracticed after an ACL surgery. Which one y'all want to jump on and and go ahead and take it? I mean, we can jump on both real quick. I said a few weeks ago that that Mayor Muriel Bowser wanted to get all teams back in uh, D.C. I mean, RFK is legendary on the south side of D.C., so we hope we get back there. Uh, we hope they get back there. And, uh, you know, we, we see this a lot, especially uh, with Luan, and everybody knows that Dr. Andrews is one of, one of the most renowned, you know, NFL surgeons in the business. And, you know, it, it happens. Um, you, you, look at, you look at what happened to, uh, to Tyrod Taylor and, and some of these things that are going on with the doctors and surgeons and, uh, and things. It, it happens, and... Um, he was never the same after after his ACL injury, and now he's on the sideline, and you know he's he's uh, suing Dr. Andrews. Mm. And we we know when it comes to builds of these stadiums, Lavar, uh, the city, the state, the county that gives you the land and <laughs> puts up X amount of money and raises taxes, uh, that that's where the stadium's going to be built. And so if the city, if D.C. can come up with the best deal, that's where it's going to go. And, and if they can't, then you know they're going to go somewhere else. Do that, you not think that D.C. doesn't have the money? It, then why Then why would um, they, they not they print, already They have, print money down because there. Because they don't, they, don't, they don't want so Dan Snyder, Snyder in Snyder there. Did, they didn't either – they didn't like the relationship they had with him or they just didn't like him. That's 100% and, what it they, is. They were, so maybe with new ownership, things will change. Because they, um, you know, they we were talk. able to build a new baseball stadium, which was very nice, and and Acostia, and you know, they've done they've done you know things in the nation's capital. I mean, they they can do it if they want to do it. It's just so, the, so hopefully it the works out. Because when, when you think uh, the Commanders, you, you think DC, you don't think Virginia. You think though. RFK. That's yeah. why I think it's pretty so, interesting. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they need to have a big ass stadium. I think they need to have a stadium that kind of captures the essence of what they were when when they were what they were. Well, and, you got to become and, what you were before you want to capture what you were. You want to capture mean, what you were, right. But you want to be something totally new. These I, stadiums I, I, now are getting bigger and better. I mean, I don't know that they need a bigger when, stadium, when, Plex. When, when Redskins when, – when, when, I'm sorry, when the Commander's Stadium was, was built – 
that was the largest capacity stadium in the NFL, and that was twenty five. Hey, I, I know years RFK. Ago. I know that uh, visitor locker room. I know that was terrible. They need to make. <laughs> <laughs> I know that visitor's <laughs> locker room was terrible. Man, That's these stadiums are only getting know. bigger and better. It'll be, it'll be it'll be absolutely fantastic if they can get back into DC. And, and you know, with Taylor Lewan suing Dr. Andrews, that's it's what Plex said. When you one of the best surgeons of our generation, how do you find him at fault? I wish him the best. Uh, we all lose our careers at some point. You hate it to be over an injury. Wish him the best. Yeah, same here. Wish him the best. Dr. A is one of my guys personally, so, you know, I hope it works out for everybody involved. And is obviously that's one of my, my former team in Washington. I hope it works out for the city and the district as well. So, hope y'all enjoyed the show. Jonas Knox is coming up next with the JKS show, the Jonas Knox show. Make sure you stay locked in for Let's that. Let's go Lakers. Right. Fox that's what Sports you're Radio. Let's go, up on game. We'll check y'all out next week. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— with new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.